it's an international airport. Yeah, it is an international airport. We're recording now, so <laughs> oh, okay. everybody's going to see okay. this when it goes up. Uh, hey, church family at First West, uh, it's Pastor Stephen and Nikki here. We are on the road, sort of, to New Orleans for the Southern Baptist Convention annual meeting. We are laid over uh, Sunday morning in, are we in Austin? We're in, We're Austin. in Austin. Not Houston. No. It's all the same. <laughs> uh, anyway, I uh, wanted to take a minute and just talk through uh, a couple of things to expect uh, in uh, the life of the convention this week and things that are going to be going on. Um, uh, hopefully some of this will be a helpful explainer to some of you who may have no idea what's going on with the uh, SBC annual meeting. And uh, there will be some terminal announcements as we work through this little uh, video podcast, but uh, it'll be fun. That's the fun of travel. So uh, as we get started, uh, Nikki, this is uh, convention every year is, is a thing that you and I enjoy going to. Yes, um, just about every year. It's a lot of fun for us. Um, before we talk about some of the things to expect in uh, the meeting this year, what are some of the things that you look forward to most uh, when we go to convention year to year? Um, meeting up with people from across the country. We have kind of created a network of people from seminary or, or other places that we meet up and then it's a bit of encouragement and something I look forward to every year is meeting up with those people. Yeah, meeting up with uh, friends and uh, meeting new friends mm-hmm. and um, connecting folks around the country. It's a lot of fun. Uh, one of the things that Nikki enjoys a lot, and uh, I do too, but I'm going to say that she does more than I do, uh, is the exhibit hall. It, it's like, uh, <laughs> it's like, swag. it's like part, part <laughs> flea market. Uh, uh, part state fair, uh, all, all these different uh, exhibits uh, from from uh, Southern Baptist seminaries, uh, other institutions, um, uh, Bible resourcers. Yeah. There's just tons of stuff. Yeah. Lots I'd of be stalls lying and exhibitors. If I didn't already look at the map several times to study yeah. what she's already, she's already are planned <laughs> a whole way through the exhibit hall. So the exhibit hall is uh, is always a fun thing for us to go and it's do open and check today. out. And it's open. It's open on Sunday for the first time, which is weird. There might be a protester or it's two. It's okay. It's worth it. It'll be all right. Uh, so, as the convention, the, the convention actually takes place on Tuesday and Wednesday of this week. But Sunday evening and all day Monday is uh, the pastors' conference. Uh, Southern Baptist Convention pastors' conference uh, happens every year, always on Sunday and Monday. And the pastors' conference is, uh, for the most part a um it's like a preaching conference really so a lot of pastors from around the country preaching different sermons and uh, usually it's a very encouraging time so that'll be happening uh tonight and then uh all day tomorrow on and off through the day breaks for meals and that sort of thing uh there's i think some a pastor's wives conference going on as well uh usually during that conference um and uh, so Monday, uh, Sunday and Monday are, are kind of laid back with, with mostly the, the pastor's conference. But then business starts on Tuesday and uh, goes all day Tuesday and through about uh, half or three quarters of the day, whatever, on, on Wednesday. Uh, the Southern Baptist Convention technically only exists for two days a year in June when the convention actually meets. All the business of the convention uh, uh, is executed by the executive committee of the Southern Baptist Convention, which exists solely to carry out the will of the messengers to the convention um, on the 363 days of the year when the convention isn't meeting. Uh, So the Southern Baptist Convention annual meeting is really just a a giant business meeting. Uh, the, The great thing uh, about being a Southern Baptist is that we don't have this hierarchical structure where there's one leader at the top telling every church uh, what they need to do or setting the course for uh, for mission efforts or whatever. It, it, uh, the Southern Baptist Convention is a church-driven 
association of uh, like-minded believing churches who cooperate together for the sake of sending missionaries around the world, planting churches in North America through the International Mission Board and the North American Mission Board, uh, educating future ministers through our six Southern Baptist seminaries and uh, speaking to elected officials and uh, government agencies on behalf of Southern Baptists through the Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. So um, our church gives 11.5% of uh, every dollar that's given in undesignated offerings to the cooperative program of uh, to the cooperative program. We send that through our state convention, the Baptist Convention of New Mexico. The Baptist Convention of New Mexico keeps about 75% of the funds in state for church planting and, oh, no, I'm sorry, 71% of uh, funds in state for church planting, caring for ministers and pastors, uh, church revitalizations, church replants, uh, maintaining our Baptist camps and so on. And then they send the remainder, about 29%, onto the cooperative program uh, at the national level. And that gets split up a number of different ways, but uh, the majority of it uh, goes to uh, the International Mission Board and, uh, and then to the North American Mission Board, and then the rest is split up among the seminaries and the, and the ERLC. Uh, the executive committee itself has a little bit of budget. Uh, it receives a little bit of funding, but that's because they've got to carry on the business of, uh, of the convention while it's not meeting. So uh, when you give your tithes offerings to uh, First Baptist West Albuquerque, it goes to, to support uh, uh, mission efforts uh, around the state and, um, and, and really all around the world. Uh, so the Southern Baptist Convention annual meeting exists uh, to or functions to give direct to hear reports from the various entities of the SBC, IMB, NAM. Uh, we like our acronyms. IMB is International Mission Board. NAM is North American Mission Board from the different seminaries and, and so on and so forth. Here reports from those, uh, the messengers, which are members of churches. Um, you all elected us uh, back in our members meeting in April to serve as messengers and representatives of, of First West. So the messengers will vote to uh, approve and receive reports and uh, approve budgeting for the next year and that sort of thing. Uh, and for the most part, it's a, it's a fairly well-ordered meeting. I believe it's still the largest parliamentary style meeting in America, uh, not in America, in the world that takes place every year. Uh, this year, I think there's something in the area of nine or 10,000 messengers uh, registered. Um, and so it's going to be, uh, it'll be lively. Uh, there are a few things that, that will come up in the course of business um, uh, that, are, that are encouraging. Uh, when the International and North American Mission Boards give their reports, that's always encouraging. Uh, there's going to be an International uh, Mission Board mission sending uh, ceremony that'll take place I think it's Tuesday evening um, and that's always a great time I think we're commissioning like 92 international missionaries uh, at this meeting and so uh, as a whole convention uh, we'll stop to pray for those uh, there's worship and preaching interspersed throughout uh, but then there's always uh, some matters of business that can tend to be a little bit controversial I suppose uh, or, uh, or or rather interesting uh, one that's going to come up this year is uh, is an issue related to Saddleback Church, a very popular church, uh, pastored for a long time by Rick Warren before he recently retired, and uh, and now there's a um, a new senior pastor there. In 2021, uh, October of 2021, Saddleback Church ordained three female staff members as pastors. Now, uh, Southern Baptist Convention has always been convictionally complementary, and what we mean by that is uh, we. We believe that, uh, uh, that God has created mankind in two genders, male and female, and that he's given each of the genders uh, specific roles. Um, 
and that uh, and that in those roles, not that one is more uh, or, or less important than the other, uh, men and women are 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 both equally um, hold equal dignity and worth uh, uh, in the eyes of God as as people created in His image. Uh, but they have different roles in creation and in His created order. Um, one of the issues there. Uh, uh, comes out of the just comes out of the New Testament in First Timothy two, and it's related to the office of pastor. and uh, And the Southern Baptist Convention uh, has always believed, and our church does as well, that the office of pastor is reserved for men. And so Saddleback uh, uh, Church in twenty twenty one ordained three women as pastors in their church, which caused a little bit of a problem because it's uh, sort of it's contrary to what the uh, what the Baptist faith and message which is the the statement of faith for the for the SBC what the Baptist faith and message says and so um, a, a study was done and uh, and uh, the issue was was looked into by uh, the credentials committee of the Southern Baptist Convention which exists the credentials committee exists to make sure that churches that that um, uh, say they're in friendly cooperation with the Southern Baptist Convention, actually are in friendly cooperation. And friendly cooperation usually means uh, abiding by or, or affirming the Baptist faith and message and not having a faith or practice that's outside of it. Um, there's also some uh, other related things that, that can um, uh, place a, a church outside of friendly cooperation with the conventions. Things like maintaining racist practices for membership or staff hiring in a church. That will get a church um, uh, disfellowshipped is, is probably not quite the right word, but uh, removed from friendly cooperation. Also, um, uh, things like not, not handling uh, uh, accusations or allegations of sexual abuse in a proper way. Um, uh, will will lead to um, uh, being deemed yeah not in friendly cooperation. So the issue of Saddleback came up uh, because of their ordination of these uh, three women pastors. And recently, uh, the church has also named um, the wife of the current lead pastor uh, as a teaching pastor, uh, and has set another lady uh, over um, uh, one of their campuses as a campus pastor. So. That issue has come up, and that issue is going to be dealt with Tuesday morning uh, during the miscellaneous business sec- uh, uh, section of the, our first uh, business session. No, it's Tuesday morning, 8.35. It's like first thing. And the reason they do it first thing is because if, uh, no, is, is because if um, the convention votes to uh, reverse the decision of the, of the credentials committee, then Saddleback is immediately able to seat messengers. Um, to vote so until that point they um, they won't be able to so that'll be taken up uh, Tuesday morning Um, things like this are really just as a pastor are frustrating to me Um, it's frustrating that we have to to deal with these things like it's it's an important thing to deal with there are things that we believe that the Bible says we take the Bible seriously and we want to uh, represent it fairly in what we do but this will probably be the big hot thing uh, at the convention this year. Uh, it already has been sort of on social media and I don't know how much in the news because I don't really pay attention to the news, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, it's, it's been a hot thing in the Southern Baptist world. And so um, I expect that the messengers to the convention will probably uphold the decision of the credentials committee and the executive committee to uh, hold Saddleback no longer in friendly cooperation if they're going to continue to install and appoint um, uh, women as pastors in the church. Um, it's not fun to have to make that vote to be a part of that decision. Um, and yet at the same time, 
fidelity to the scriptures is an important thing to do, even with even with people that we love. And this is not anyone saying that Saddleback are no longer Christians, that Rick Warren's not a brother in Christ or any of those. Like, no, certainly we believe they're still believers. And, and, and believers have, uh, in good faith, disagreed uh, on issues like this uh, for centuries. Uh, maybe not centuries, but for a, a number of decades now anyway. And, um, but it, is, it has long been the conviction of the Southern Baptist Convention that we are a, we're a complementarian people. We believe that God has made men and women in his image for, for different roles and responsibilities. And the convention will uh, vote on that matter in some sense. Now, there's some more particularities uh, regarding uh, why this is an issue now. Um, uh, there is a, um, uh, there's a clause in our Constitution as a convention that... Uh, it says in order to be uh, part of the SBC, you have to have a faith and practice that closely adheres to the Baptist faith and message. And, um, uh, and, and the question of closely adhering to Baptist faith and message um, is, is a little bit vague. Um, uh, there are churches that practice communion a little bit differently from one another. Some will practice it every week. Some will practice it once a month. Some will practice it once a quarter. Some will allow all believers in a worship service to uh, partake of the Lord's Supper. Some will allow only those who are members of their church. Um, so, But the Baptist faith and message doesn't get real specific on that. However, the BFM uh, is specific about, uh, about the office of pastor being reserved for men. And so... We're working through that as a convention and what that means, uh, and not really what that means, but h- how we hold to that in, in the 21st century and in 2023 when gender roles and, and, um, um, and all that sort of stuff is just sort of you know, thrown up in the air uh, just societally in, in our culture. And so as a convention, we're working through that. I fully expect the, the vast majority of Southern Baptists to uphold uh, our biblical convictions about the complementarity of genders. And that's not saying anything about women not being able to serve in ministry. Um, it's just that the office of pastor is reserved for men. Uh, we have a number of women that serve in our church uh, faithfully, wonderfully, um, uh, admirably, uh, and, and have for years. Um, just not as pastor, but they serve uh, in leading in lots of ways. Children's ministry, women's ministry, uh, leading in, in uh, missions planning efforts, and uh, lots of stuff. We've had women on staff, gosh, as, as long as I've known and so um so it's not about it's not about demoting <laughs> or uh or minimizing the work of women uh it's it's about one office in the church uh that that scripture has reserved for men N- nikki just as a as a woman and as a baptist what what thoughts if any do you have uh, about this controversy and and i don't know what just how, how are you coming at it yeah, i think what you had said previously too is like understanding that it is scriptural and so if I were to argue with God's word, it's, it's just foolish. Um, and so we see that. And it's not about what women can't do um, because there's several areas in which we are equipped and talented and designed to do in the church um, and that those positions are good. Um, and it comes down to this this one little part but plays a big part of, of you know, churches. Um but as that leader, pastor, elder, um, who is the head. And it's just like how in scripture says that the man is to be the head of the house. 
um, and how the man supposed to love his wife like Christ loved the church. Um, it's just it's the same way, and I think if you fully commit to what Scripture says, in that you see true benefits come through, and you see God at work in the lives of the church and of the people. Um, so as a woman, I don't feel useless. I don't feel um, I don't even know the words, um, but yeah, useless. I don't feel useless by any means. Um, but honored that I'm still part of God's plan. And we see all throughout scripture how God and how Jesus actually flips culture a little bit to recognize women in very important ways. Mm-hmm. So we know that we're valued all throughout scripture. Um, so just kind of continue to hold yeah. truth to that. There's a number of places in uh, just in the New Testament where the, the gospel work of women is highlighted mm-hmm. in specific ways. Uh, uh, Timothy's uh, grandmother and mother who taught him the scriptures and uh, uh, led him to uh, faith in Christ. Uh, um, uh, several female servants in the church who probably carried letters for Paul, Phoebe, in, in uh, Romans 16. Um, uh, was probably one of those servants in the church. Uh, Priscilla, along with her husband Aquila, who helped to teach Apollos the way of Christ. Um, more faithfully so um, it's not about saying women don't yeah. have a place uh, in gospel people, ministry they do yeah. um, um, but God has reserved the office of elder pastor right. overseer three words that the New Testament uses synonymously he's reserved that that office for men and it's a responsibility that that uh, Christian men need to step into yeah. Yeah. and uh, and answer that call yeah. and I think a lot of times most people who um, might be bothered by this are people who don't really know what it's saying Mm. um and i think it's just a it's a teaching point as well i think if we teach on it then most people will be like oh yeah i understand that now um because it is a teaching point that's overlooked i think yeah yeah. well um that about does it for kind of a preview uh the rest of uh we'll 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 drop in day to day and just kind of a a short rundown on uh, what happened during the course of the day and, and important highlights uh, from uh, from the business of the day. So uh, we'll send those out uh, via audio and video to a, a church podcast feed, and, uh, and we'll throw the videos up somewhere, probably Facebook or something like that. So, Let us know if you have questions. or If you have questions, it. yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, ask us a question via Facebook. I'll try to catch that. Uh, or you can, can you can email stuff to me if you know my email. Send it to me. You can get it off yeah. the church website as well. Too. We can Facebook's Facebook good. Messenger. You can uh, text us stuff, is, uh, questions if you have our, our phone numbers, and we'll try to get back to you as quickly as we can. But I uh, just want to try to bring you along as well as we can uh, yeah. throughout the course of this meeting. So uh, I think that does it for our first installment of SBC 2023. And, uh, uh, yeah, so that'll do it from the Austin International Airport in Austin, <laughs> Texas. Uh, all right, God bless you all. We'll, uh, we'll see you, talk to you soon, and we'll see you when we get back.